0: Hello everyone, this is Captain Bradley Hargis with the Salvation Army of Fort Smith, Arkansas, and you're listening to the Above the Waves podcast, a show where we aim to inspire listeners through the example of love and service presented by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. In this talk, we will be closing out our Fresh Start series by looking at the topic of light. Our text will be found in 1 John 1, verses 5-10, and the reading is going to be from the New Living Translation. In verse 5, it says, This is the message we heard from Jesus, and now declare to you God is light, and there is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. Verse 8. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that His word has no place in our hearts. This week explores what it means to draw closer to God. In becoming closer to God, we shine like a light in the dark world. To be in the light means that there can be no darkness. In a normal day, we encounter all kinds of light, don't we? The sun, the stars, candles, incandescent light bulbs, light posts, TV, the flash of a camera, even the cell phone. Some of these sources of light are always illuminating all the time. They don't stop, they simply are permanent. But others, others are fabricated. They're temporal, they're bright for a moment, but they eventually will not produce any light. In today's talk, our aim as Christ followers is to be a source of permanent light in the dark world, not a temporary light that shines one moment and is dull or gone the next. We can understand light here as the absence of darkness, and darkness as the perfect expression of all of those things we think about when we think of the dark. Things like evil, villainy, fear, or even defiance that comes along with sin. God is the complete absence of all these characteristics that are incompatible with His nature, without flexibility or a compromise. This can be summed up in Exodus chapter 3, verse 14, when God responds and says, "I am who I am. God is the perfect expression of himself, and that expression is His light. Unlike us, He is exactly who He is. He contains nothing that is contrary to Himself in any sense. There is nothing less within him, no hidden corners of inconsistency, shame, or remorse. He simply is a holy God, who says, I am who I am. My question for us today, is that true of us? Well, the answer is no. We have changing demands and loves. We often feel divided or at war or torn. Many of us live in a space of good intentions. Maybe we can live most of those out, but sometimes not. These are, in of themselves, normal. People that are normal that struggle with sin nature. But good intentions is well below the holiness of God and what He wants for us. With this in mind, walking in light is very different from the previously discussed walking in virtues from all the previous weeks that we've been looking at in this series. In week's one talk, Obedience, we found, is the adoption of God's will for our lives. We ended by saying the key to walking in obedience is listening to God's voice. His voice is found within the pages of His Word. So, dig into His Word this year and get involved in Christian community. It's the best way to hear His voice. You can't go wrong. In, weeks, in week two's lesson, wisdom is the adoption of God's view of the world around us. Wisdom enabled us to live more closely to the life God is asking us. And lastly in this week, the topic of light kind of hits a little bit different. Light is in fact the total rejection of anything that is not of God. Key word in that sentence is total. It is more than drawing near. It is an object refusal to do anything else. It's a 100% seeking after our Creator. It's a giving up all to go and follow him wherever he leads. Letting our light shine is not simply that there must be no sin in our lives. Verses 8 through 10 help us out here. They go on to talk about a relationship that we must have with sin. And it's probably odd for me to say that. But yes, we must have a relationship with sin. And it's this. It cannot be hidden. In fact, it says that the most certain way to pull ourselves away from God is to pretend that there's no sin in us at all. To say this would make God a liar and prove that his word is not in our heart. But to draw closer to God, there must be an exposure of sin. Some things have to be illuminated and brought to light, just like we've talked about in all the ways we come into contact with light. It's we need to be that permanent source, not a temporary source. And isn't it interesting to note that whenever the light of God moves into our life, there is always grace and forgiveness and mercy. There's never judgment. To choose to hold on to our hidden sin is to choose to hold on to darkness. To walk in the light is the furthest step we can take in being like God. It means we're wholly letting ourselves go. It means we're being as vulnerable as we possibly can. It means total exposure to God and total freedom for Him to do His work in our lives as He sees fit. In a way, it's saying that I'm not going to sit on the throne of my life and I'm giving that seat to God. It is the height of everything else we've discussed all the way up through this series, the perfect expression of any Christian virtue. And it's the final endeavor to be everything that God calls us to be, a Christian, a son of His, A daughter of his, walking in his light. I do understand that by saying this, that this is going to go against every single fiber of our being, especially in our current climate in America. If you have looked at the recent book list lately, you might have read about a current buzzword flying on Amazon's book list, and that is the word mindfulness. In fact, books on mindfulness are some of the most popular. Unfortunately, mindfulness has infiltrated the church, and this leads us away from Jesus. For instance, the Bible tells us that there is nothing good in us without God. Even our heart is is a deceitful thing that needs to come under the power of God. Mindfulness tells us that we have it within ourselves to do good. Simply said, we can do it on our own without God. It should be no surprise to us that many of the practices of mindfulness come from ancient Buddhism. So what does all of this have to do with us today? Well, walking in light is going to be, first of all, very difficult. In the climate of cancel culture, a sea of voices that we're hearing every day, and the decline of the church, it can feel harder than ever to let your light shine. I do want to issue a word of caution here. Light can only be found in Jesus. Again, light can only be found in the person of Jesus. It cannot be found in buying the next new thing, or looking at the next online photo, or responding to the next social media post. It cannot be found on the bottom of another drink, or by one up on our neighbor's possessions whenever they get that new boat. It can't even be fixed by a seven-day cruise to the Caribbean. Simply said, Jesus is the only one who can bring our soul light. When you decide you want to be a light bearer, know that you will automatically be countercultural. You'll be living under a new kingdom with a new king. This new kingdom will be run on things like peace and kindness, gentleness, and joy. It will be marked by the inclusion of outsiders, outcasts, and people on the margin of society. It begins to look like familiar stories we know, like the woman at the well, or people here by leprosy, or tax collectors that are set free. This is how the light of God changes our world. It takes the darkness of this world and consumes it with light and then allows those things that were once in darkness to go and produce light. This is the job of every Christ follower and is the mission of the church. So last question. So how are you doing in this mission? Are you shining your light in your family, at your work, at social gatherings, at the gym, at your children's sporting events? when they're winning or maybe even more importantly when they're losing. Or do you only show your light at times, but not at others? Is it dependent upon who you're around? Maybe who's looking or not looking. Other Christians have proclaimed God's light has reached them. Listen to a couple of these examples. St. Augustine said, "In my deepest wound I saw your glory," and listen to this light language here. "And it dazzled me." Psalm 30 verse 5 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Again, that joy is coming whenever the sun comes out. and gives us a new day. Martin Luther King Jr. even said, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So today, purpose and choose to let your light shine for all men to see. And in doing so, many will see the light, and the goodness of God. Thank you for listening to our last week of the Fresh Start series, and we always appreciate you uh, listening again to our podcast at Above the Waves with your host, Captain Bradley Hargis. We hope you enjoyed our study in the light of God this week. As always, you can head over to SalvationArmyFS.org and sign up for our email listing, or visit us at Facebook at Sal Army Fort Smith. Thank you for joining us for this episode and come back next week as we open up a new series on how to experience God in an overly busy and self-consumed world. Thank you so much and God bless.